Hello again, it's Steve here, and welcome to 20 Years in EFL, Part 4. Take 205. No, not really. The next step in my EFL journey was as a Director of Studies, or a DOS, in a small language school beginning in June 2014. This would involve being responsible for all the teaching staff, teaching both young learners and adults. My responsibilities also included implementing British Candle British Candle in, in implementing British Council recommendations. These hadn't been acted on before my arrival, and they should have been. And also preparing the school for an upcoming British Council accreditation inspection, which would be later in 2014 or in early 2015. This would involve a lot of assistance from others on the management team. Unfortunately, that wasn't always forthcoming and there seemed to be a climate of disrespect and idleness in some areas. This made it very hard for me to work in an organisation where progress was not taken seriously and things didn't seem to be attempted at speed. Consequently, I left a year later, as I did not want to be associated with the behaviour of some of the management team. In one case, I had to tell the British Council inspectors not to associate me with another member of staff, as their behaviour was complete anathema to me. While I was at this school, I implemented programmes of observation, teacher observation, appraisal, teacher development, weekly teachers' meetings, and a payment grade system for, for teachers depending on their experience and qualifications. Much to my horror, I discovered that teachers didn't have contracts, and some were paid cash in hand. I managed to rectify this eventually, but I wasn't really granted much authority as a director of studies, had to rely on others and as I have said before some of them were just a tiny bit lazy. Again I dealt with many Italian teenage students as we had arrangements for 30 or so to come over at a time. Many of these students would take the Trinity exam test relevant to their age and level. Well in most cases anyway but as I said before disorganisation and chaos reigned here and that was beyond my control. One positive point did arise from this period in my EFL career and that was how much support I was able to give my teachers, whether they were fresh from an EFL training course, studying for their Delta or hoping to upgrade their MA in, FL, in EFL status to a sort of Delta equivalent where they would go through a period of um, their lessons being observed by me. I managed to implement a number of programmes to assist the teachers in this way. I also encouraged my teaching staff to try new classes such as IELTS or a higher or lower level than they were used to, something beyond their comfort zone. I always assured them that if they found it too difficult, I would come in and I would, I would assist them, I would help them and I would give them guidance. We'd find a way through it. As they knew they had my support, they worked very hard, became very valuable to their students. It was about this time I realised how much I enjoyed helping teachers develop and that if you show your staff that you are supportive of them, they will, they will reciprocate. Despite me tearing out what little hair I had at times, there were some funny incidents. One member of staff used to take incredibly long lunch hours. They weren't academic staff, so although I didn't like the attitude, it didn't really bother me that much. Although one afternoon, they decided to let a non-native speaking member of staff 
lead a marketing meeting by herself. The poor woman's, the poor woman's English was not adequate enough to get to together through the meeting, so I was asked by the other staff to sit in and help. I'm not a marketing person, so was furious to be put in this position. It was then I realised that a certain member of staff's attitude towards anyone but themselves was very poor. One afternoon, the aforementioned member of staff was having what I suspected was another really extended lunch hour. When they turned up many hours later, it transpired they'd been stuck in the building lift for most of the afternoon. Schadenfreude, I think the Germans called that. As mentioned before, I decided to leave this place after a year and had a short sabbatical, including a trip to Liverpool, where I visited the famous Cavern Club. So, that's the end of 20 Years in EFL, Part 4. My next podcast will probably be tomorrow, and that, of course, is 20 Years in EFL, Part 5. Don't worry, it doesn't go on forever. There are other topics. Thank you for listening. Take care and see you next time. Bye-bye.